feeling in touch with your religious side? Wanting to rid yourself of sin? It's your lucky day because God is a trans woman, woman. Sasha Sidek. And Jesus is non-binary, binary, binary. Jacob Gamble. Join, Join us on Queering the Air every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Queer and trans, arts, politics, pop culture, and everything in between. Only on 3CR Community Radio. Come worship at the altar of your queerness desires. We would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on a stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the traditional custodian of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders' past, presence and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Curring the Air with Sasha Sidek. My pronouns is she because I will never be her. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Love it. Uh, I have um, another jam-packed Sunday where um, we are going to promote um, another uh, bunch of artists today uh, for the Melbourne French Festival. So um, I have... Um, the twin flame right now in front of me um um uh they will be uh performing at the uh, melbourne fringe festival 2023 that is um probably soon <laughs> we'll, mm-hmm. we'll find out about the days uh why don't i let um you both um uh introduce yourself to our listeners hello i'm sophie my pronouns are they and she and i'm has my pronouns are they and he all right so Tell us, who's Twain's flame and what do you do? I'm twin and they're flame. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Where did you, do you, do you get that name from? I mean, where the idea came from? Well, the full name of the show is called Twin Flame Dead Spit. Okay. Um, and it's a little play on uh, our friendship and our connection. Yeah, so Soph and I are platonic life partners. We have been best buds for probably pushing... 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 12 years. Okay. Um, And so the work is very much inspired by that uh, deep connection and the, like, shared world that we have built together. Uh, And I suppose Twin Flame is about your... Soulmate, isn't it? Yeah, it's another word for soulmate. That's amazing. Like, you get to do this... With your best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know Lily. Um, I've, I've known Lily for maybe what, maybe 18 years? Wow. Uh, yeah, but sometimes we do clash. <laughs> mm. Totally. <laughs> okay. We were a little bit worried right. about what it would be like, um, like going into rehearsals with each other. Because we've right. done shows with each other, but we've never made a show just the two of us before. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, we've lived with each other in the past. We've There's nothing traveled. that you've We've travelled. Yeah. We've like done it all. So this felt like the logical next step, didn't it? Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
That that's good. I mean, like yeah. you know, both of you can tolerate each other, and you know what boundaries is, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, listen, there were some like there's moments of tension, <laughs> yeah. but it was a good opportunity for us like talk about it. Yeah, oh, we yeah. and and over yeah the the twelve years of friendship that we've had, we have very much had to build systems and structures and ways of of communicating totally. and, and mm-hmm. handling. And work on the friendship for sure. Like all relationships. And it's it's like so much work. Yeah. And it's a blessing to get to do that with this person. It is a blessing. I mean, like you're getting paid to tell your story. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Doing it together. Yeah. Paid a little bit, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And then paying the venue. And and, and, um, tell us a little bit about um, what this performance is all about. I mean, um, is it comedy? Is it going to be sad? Do we need to bring tissue boxes? It's is a bit a of hu- like so. Yeah. It's like hugely like the the majority of it is improvised, mm-hmm. and I would say it can be funny at times. But oh, I also back that. But, okay, it's funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what what it's about? Has? Yeah. Well, so don't give too much. You know, we we need to sell tickets. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> a little bite. Yeah. I guess uh, the premise that we'll let you be in on is that it uh, surround. It kind of starts off with an experience of us having a car bogged while we're camping, which is kind of inspired by a real experience that we had recently in a trip to WA on Yingata country Mm. where a uh, rental vehicle of ours got (laughs) stuck in the wet sand and basically we're running from that moment and... Sorry, what? Can you repeat we that again? We got our, our rental vehicle. We had so many problems with it. We got bogged in wet sand, quicksand actually. Oh, my God. And, and it was that... sinking in the middle of the night. like While you in it? Well, we like <sighs> ran out of it. We were trying to dig the wheels out. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And, and I, I need more details. And what happened? Well, we, <laughs> so, like, we finally got pulled out, thank God. Oh, wow. But, um, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Wow. And okay. then a few days later, we crashed that rental vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. <ya. laughs> yeah. 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 But, but, but it was a, a really interesting experience of uh, we had some real troubles getting anyone to kind of come and help us. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like literally you like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah we yeah, were yeah. trying to find our campsite. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't find it, and I tried to pull off the road to be like, oh, I want to see if these headlights can get a glimmer of a, a tent or two. Right. And all of a sudden, I'm like, We're in oh, sand. This feels wet. Wow, wow. Yeah. Not even the insurance companies would help. Oh, wow. I know. Okay. They were like, Sorry, you're in too remote of a location. To be honest, I think this is my opinion. I mean, Australian insurance company sucks. They suck. Yeah. Truly, yeah. they suck. They've let us down every they, time. Yeah. They, yeah. I we, mean, I had a girlfriend who was overseas and then she had her jaw uh, broken or something. If if you know Miss Cairo, have you heard of Miss Cairo? Uh-huh. Yeah. Miss Cairo is also a performer. And um, and then, you know, we had to create GoFundMe. I mean, her friend created GoFundMe and to oh. raise money to pay the bills in Thailand. Jeez. Yeah. That's awful. Sorry, Hazel. What were you about to say oh, something? I was yeah. going to say that when we were, we did a trip to America. Yeah. And we had our bags stolen out of our car, our rental car. Wow. And we were like, don't worry, we're insured, we're insured. And we made this entire claim and it got to the end of it. And they were like, oh, you're only insured if your bags are stolen out of the boot mm-hmm. and yours were stolen out of the back seat. And I'm like, stuff you. What's it like? Yeah. What's, what's they the don't want to pay you. Yeah, they'll find any loophole. To yeah, 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 yeah. This is what I said. I mean, Australians, um, insurance sucks. 
trails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, is there going to be like props? Is there going to be like uh, uh, extras in your performances? So there's not a huge amount of props. We're in this big warehouse space. Yeah. Um, which is kind of exciting because we're just like two tiny little performers. Yeah. And we're... Um, yeah, with quite an intimate um, capacity of, of audience. So it is really just like us and us and them in this big space and we get to kind of play and... Awesome. Take, yeah. So, and our audience gets to be put on a little journey. Oh, so it's going to be just not watching your show. It's going to be an experience as well. Oh, totally. I love this yeah. already. Yeah. Twin flame, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, when we come back, we'll continue um, to talk more about um, uh, twin flame date speed. Um, and we're also going to get um, Holly uh, in the studio. Um, yeah, be right back. When we first met, I never felt something so strong. You were like my lover and my best friend. All wrapped in one with a ribbon on it. And all of a sudden, when there, I didn't know how to follow. It's like the shop is bumming around. And now my heart's there. I feel so empty and hollow.
on these cigarettes no more I guess that's what I get for wishful thinking I should've never let you in my door That was Rehab by Rihanna. That was um, one of her very first songs, I think, early 2000. I think the beat is still fresh, isn't it, when you listen to it? I heard it on TikTok this morning. I thought, oh, I'm going to play this song, like all the early 2000 music today. Um, probably you guys have no idea because you guys are so young. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Y2K <Listen>. is in. <laughs> uh, umbrella goes off. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, we just got Holly here um, from um, another Melbourne Fringe Festival performer. Welcome, Holly. Welcome to Clearing the Air. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Can you tell uh, uh, the listeners who you are and what you do and so on? Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a non-binary performer, um, multidisciplinary. I do lots of different things. I do clowning, physical theatre, um, putting together sound and... I also facilitate embodiment workshops as well. Mm, okay, so, well, we're here to talk about your, um, well, I think it's really ongoing show, isn't it? Yeah, mm. not upcoming, <laughs> ongoing. Yes. So at the Melbourne Fringe Festival, um, I had the chance to talk to Hez and um, Sophie earlier about their performances. Um, we'll get back to you again, but can you tell the listeners about what your performance is all about? What is it called? Yeah, so it's called My Queer Spiritual Entropy, which is a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's a solo show and I play the many different contrasting parts of my internal world. So I play four characters mm-hmm. in the show and uh, through a series of different mediums, there's audio that kind of runs it, thoughts um, of the different characters interacting with each other and... Yeah. Um, there's a TV that features with a sort of patriarchal nightmare character, which I also play, which was weird. And then, um, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it because I'm kind of doing it now. (laughs) But, um, it's, it's... Just buy my ticket and come and just just watch me. Yeah, just buy the ticket, buy your seat. It's an experience. But yeah, like, it's kind of drawing on a lot of my different experiences internally and externally over the last few years. Um, I sort of felt non-binary consciously about six years ago and mm-hmm. it's just been like a real long journey of kind of slowly peeling back the layers and I think I wanted to embody all of the different aspects of my experience 
Um, and also what has helped me to come out and feel comfortable and what hasn't helped me in terms mm. of like healing modalities. Okay. So I talk about spirituality in it. There's a character who's very um, culturally appropriating and very sort of like love and light, yeah. like really fake. Yeah. And I think that that was a big part of my um, journey. So I, I wanted to put that in there. So it's a very personal show, okay. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, it's also on brand with coming out day on Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And um, you, with the video, I see it, it, it's almost like a, a comedy, mm. but it's spiritual comedy. How would that work? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's um. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. Like, it starts quite funny. Okay. And then it gets more serious. All right. Um, and there's some real sort of touching moments at the end that I won't ruin. But so would... do we need to bring tissue boxes? Um, Potentially. Okay. Yeah, I had All a... right, listeners, bring your tissue boxes. I had a fully queer audience last mm-hmm. night and it was really deep. And yeah. then another couple of nights, it was like mostly cis men, which I found very interesting. Oh, wow. And actually really cool. Okay. Um, And I wish they'd have stayed behind longer because I wanted to talk to them to see yeah. like how they felt because one of the characters I play is literally like how I feel about the way I've been treated by cis men and it's quite brutal. And so I really wanted to sort of hear from them how they felt. But I will say what's happening in the UK around trans rights right now, Mm. the Prime Minister quoted one of the lines of my patriarchal character after I'd written it, like word for word, and it was like a headline in a news and I was like, this is cosmic and terrifying and like... But it makes me feel like what I'm doing is so important yeah, as yeah. well. And I think plugging it as a comedy was really helpful. Of course, yeah. Um, because it gets people through the door and then the message at the end can be strong and heard by mm, people mm, who maybe wouldn't, mm. who would shy away yeah, otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I love that the three of you here are making money uh, from your live experiences here, telling your story. I love it. I mean... How good is this? And you make it into art. And um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, this is very inspiring. I mean, maybe I should start writing next year, next <laughs> year it, for my book first. I only tell my stories in a, in a book. So maybe I should make it into an art form. I might need your help. <laughs> yeah, we found like the, the process of, of making art feels so valuable to processing so much of our mm. subconscious mm. and... Like, I mean, a lot of what Soph and I uh, work with in our work is this zeitgeist, what is said in the unsaid, what is like shared and connected and sent through some sort of vortex portal in the universe that we're all tapping into Mm. and we're all connecting with. Yeah, yeah. it's bonkers that you can say something and then the next day someone else says exactly the same thing. Mm. And it happens more than once. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. When you put art into the world that's like really true for you, I yeah. feel like it's like mirrored back politically somewhere mm, with yeah. something. There's like energy traveling around everywhere that gets affected by like whatever we do. Of course. Yeah. 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 And how long does does this take to prepare? I mean, like to write the script uh, to um, all the productions that involve. How long does it take? Uh, Holly? <laughs> Let's go Holly first. Yeah. Well, I got here in June. Um, and I've been just hustling to try and live here <laughs> with very little okay. money. Um, and so it's been created in a living room with limited resources. Mm, yeah. Um, 
I managed to to get the venue before I got here. Um, I did my Pilates teacher training while I was here, so I was spending loads of time on that. So honestly, like the preparation was really. I mean, I would say my show is an amalgamation of acts and songs and stuff that I've written over the last two years, mm-hmm. and I've just mashed it together in a story. Um, so I'd say the preparation. Well, yeah, I'm just a bit weird with preparation. I don't do like a plan. I kind of okay. just feel yeah. it, and it's very messy and i think people would find it very uncomfortable to watch me create. <laughs> to be honest i'm used to artists i used to work in an event venue mm. and yeah getting to get the artist to call me back it takes sometimes forever <laughs> yeah, and i was like oh i need to be patient i'm gonna be ocd sometimes and then was like okay i have to change my ways you know art i have to work with artist timeline mm. yeah, yeah. So that's like, what my boss told me you need to work with artist timeline it's true so, there's yeah. like no rhyme or reason Mm-mm. to how like the making process and rehearsals mm. it's like a big jumbled mess and you hope yeah. like the week before the show or probably the week of the show you've like got something yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so about trusting the process but, yeah i mean i find it particularly difficult um when you bring other people into the making process and you have to give them tangible things. Like yeah. we have a beautiful sound designer, shout yeah. out to Ashley Hazel Music yeah. on Instagram. Um, and to sit down with them and be like, we want you to make sound for this work, but yeah. we can't give you any hard boundary yeah. around what that is and what it will look like and, yeah. and where it will situate. But this is the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they smashed it. Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, the one that suffers is the managers, isn't it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and for you guys, how long does it take to, you know, to to prep this? It's probably, we've been working on this for the a last few months. We talk about a it for months. a while, yeah. A and month and a half, I reckon, yeah. is when we started intensely. Yeah, with like three rehearsals a week. Yeah. Mm. Oh. And it's a real... That's good. Yeah. Back I mean, and forward process. Of- we all are busy people as well, you know. Three three days a week is good enough. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's all, all we can give. <laughs> we got to work. But you, you, you both are best friends. So do you see each other every day? Or do you live together? No, no we okay. don't live together, but we see each other a lot. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that is the the advantage of you know you can do yeah. um like impromptu rehearsal yeah, but we have to have hard boundaries because we All right. because we we want to like have fun of course so we don't want to like bleed the rehearsal <laughs> we're like shut up about it now can't we just like have yeah. a chat yeah, yeah. actually that's a good um value to have you know it's all about having fun you don't want to mm. put a lot of pressure onto yourself like sometimes people put a lot of pressure and then they get disappointed um mm. i think having fun is it should be the main focus here mm. Mm. well it i find that the work just doesn't get made if you put this this pressure on it mm-hmm. well we've worked, we've looked at like trying to make rigid goals for the making process and finding that like yeah, to adapt. You can't. Yeah. You can't shoot for that. Center the joy. Center the center the silly buttons, <laughs> and then that's the rest will come. Yeah. Before we continue um, with you know about the conversation about the performances, where can listeners get tickets? Fringe.com. <laughs> yeah. So we just uh, melbournefringe.com.au uh, and then slash um, twin um, flame. Yep. Is that twin, it? Twin flame forward slash dead spit and also where can they find you on social media um our instagram is at sp0re punk underscore Mm -hmm. so spore punk with a zero that's our instagram handle yeah bit of a tricky one yeah. yeah okay so what about you um holly 
Yeah, so you can get tickets on Melbourne Fringe website, My mm. Queer Spiritual Entropy. Just type it into Google, it'll come straight up. Okay. It's also listed on the Pride Centre oh, um, right. website as well. So yeah. people can go straight on the Pride Centre. Um, and my Instagram is Holly Rowan Arts. Mm-hmm. You can find it on our um, Instagram as well, Curing the Air 3CR. And after this uh, session, we're going to put it up in the podcast and then we have all the links there. So get your tickets because, you know, it's, it's it, it does sell out very quickly, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few of the, uh, not a few, like a couple of shows that I wanted to go is sold out already, mm-hmm. but it wasn't meant to be. So it's okay. I get to save some money. but um yeah i think melbourne fringe festival this year is going hard i think i heard there was like 48 performances did you know that no i didn't uh because we had uh danny the uh festival organizer was here um last sunday and yeah he gave us the tea there was like 48 performing all over melbourne Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I think this time is is big mm. and hard. Well, yeah, the they got the money. Had a bit of a bruising over the last couple of years. Yeah, so, so we are ready to put on a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People has uh, has been sitting at home and you know being creative and right now it's like I need to make some money with my creativity, which is you know it's a good thing. I mean, this is Melbourne. Melbourne, we are creative people. Yeah, mm. you you came to the right state, Holly. I did. I did my research. I've been eyeing up Melbourne since I was 21. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It was wow. Melbourne or Berlin. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know, it's hard. Like Berlin for me is a party, party place for me. Mm. It's like hardcore party place. <laughs> You've been? Yeah. Okay. Berlin. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's hardcore. Yeah. My, um, my co-host Jacob um, is in Europe right now. And um, I think about three weeks ago, they were in uh, Berlin and... Yeah, I, I, I don't think he um, even sleep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not maybe conducive to good art making if you're... You never know, no though. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people get creative when they're high. Don't you reckon? Oh. Yeah, a oh, lot of for them. For sure. <laughs> Some people, hey? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> All right, when we be right back, we'll be um, talking more about um, um, the other performances. And also, I'm going to get Sharaf um, on the line. Um, we're going to call Sharaf. Also, another performer uh, for the Fringe Festival.
Alright, that was music by the legendary Madonna. Um, I don't know why I suddenly want to pick all the um, Y2K music today, but you know, why not? <laughs> I grew up with this uh, music. Um, and um, alright, welcome back to Clearing the Air with Sasha Sidek. And I have my guest here, um, Twin Flame, um, um, Hez and Sophie and also Holly. Um, they are performing at the Melbourne Fringe Festival. Um, we've been talking about their performances and their performances are all about their live experiences. I just feel that that is so cool that you can make money out of your live experiences um, and into an art form. I mean, I'm getting inspired here. Maybe next year you'll find me on the Melbourne Fringe Festival list. We don't know. <laughs> so, um, okay, so um, we were talking earlier that you want to franchise your um, artistry to to different states. So, you know, we've been talking about Adelaide Melbourne Fringe Festival. It's pretty huge here in Australia. So are you thinking of doing that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking my queer spiritual entropy to Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, cool. So you already booked in. I'm booked in. Yay! Uh, <laughs> what about you guys? No, not, not not this year. Okay. No. Um, yeah, it's hard. I would love to take this specific work yeah. elsewhere, but yeah. the it's... show is so site specific. Like, yeah. It, it, we need a big warehouse space with like 25 pillars. Okay. I'll get on the blower to everyone in Adelaide. Let's find, find that yeah. space. Can we find it? Can you make it? Just... Anyone, if you are listening, if you have contacts, let us know. We need how many pillars again? 25. 25 pillars <laughs> in a warehouse. I'm pretty sure we can find that in Adelaide because Adelaide has a lot of um, space, I think. Mm. Yeah. 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 Maybe a church. A church, yeah. Church could be a vibe. Oh, yeah. It could be a vibe or a morch. Yeah. Mortuary. Yeah. That would be a vibe. You, I'm pretty sure there's pillars there. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to clean out <laughs> those Things that not needed there. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a different kind of story now. Now you have to edit your uh, your um, uh, your art performance. Yeah, they have loads of outdoor spaces, and you could make a marquee and then put the pillars in the marquee. Okay, okay. Wow. Now we're talking. Yeah, that's hot. Let's do. It. Let's. Yeah. Wow. See. <laughs> It's coming together. <laughs> yeah, you see, networking here, networking. Um, okay, so Holly, I heard that you also have uh, perform at the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a huge achievement. I mean, yeah. 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 Mm. I, it was Tell a while about ago. It. So, um, I basically we were at uni in Lancaster, which is like two hours away from Edinburgh. So mm-hmm. there was a theatre society, um, really like established and doing really good stuff and um we took we made a show about peter rabbit like a kid's show and we did like a promenade piece i was stage managing for it so i made this big set and then we were performing on the mile every day as all the different characters and then the next year we did a contemporary version of hunchback of Notre Dame and I did the choreography for <laughs> it so I choreographed okay. Esmeralda and again did a lot of like street mile performance Mm-mm. and was kind of in charge of all of that and some of the musical stuff as well yeah. Um, but yeah it was it was really cool and like going to see so many other amazing art just yeah. like kept me going I feel like every Fringe Festival all of the shows that I see and witness just like propel me creatively for the next year. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, so yeah, it was a really fruitful time. And then I did another Fringe, Wandsworth Fringe in London last year, 
with a Buto collective that we created in London as well. So That's it's awesome. been fun. Like, yeah. and it was nice. It's a very different experience to do it as a solo artist Exports, to yeah. being in like a big group of people. Yeah, like yeah. those teams Production, were like over yeah. ten people yeah, each. Yeah. So it's a very, very different experience. Of course, there's a lot of pressure as well. You know, everybody, all the eyes on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to... <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> um, you know, I've lived in UK for a bit. And ah. I think um, the culture there is all about going to art performances, to play. And I can't remember how many times I went to a play. Mm. And I did remember I went to one of the solo play. That's the only one I've ever been to. Tonight will be the second one then. Hey, uh, so um, there's this... I don't know what's the play about. I forgot, but it's this. It, it was half in English, half in Russian. Mm. So and it was yeah, and then it was so powerful that performance. Mm. I sometimes I do fall asleep at plays because. Oh, okay, you guys too. Okay, totally. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes I, you know what? Actually, at Phantom the Opera, I I fell asleep. <laughs> Whoa, I know I had before. to pinch myself <laughs> wake up Sasha Such a drag Android Weber When did you wake up? I'm curious no, Where did you wake up to? No I I, I was falling My the eyes cleanest. were so heavy I had to pinch myself There's some oh place that God. I have You know I need something Um, You know like Create uh, Get my attention Oh yeah, yeah. So pressure <laughs> Well it's conducive for sleeping It's like a dark room Yeah it was so yeah. dark so but our show, we make you walk around a lot. Yeah, so you okay, good. Can't fall asleep. So that performance in London that I went to see this Russian lady, it was so amazing. Mm. It was so powerful. At the end, she just went nude. It was like, oh my god, I'm so, like super awake now. Like it was so powerful. <laughs> like yeah. So that's the only w- one person show that I've been to. So second will be tonight mm. at Holly's. So yeah. Um, yeah, so you know what? I'm gonna call Sh- uh, Sharaf, um, another person. Have mm-hmm. you heard of Sharaf? Um, show okay, it's called Aza, mm-hmm. and um, and um, I, I, I don't know much about it, I know a little about it. Sh- uh, Sharaf have told me about it, but let's find out, right? Let's call Sharaf. Hello, hello, hi. Hi, how are you? Is that yeah, very good? Um, okay, wait, hold on, give me a sec. I'm just like technical issues here. Hello, that's so fine. Take okay, I can, I can hear you now. Okay, so, um, well, tell the listeners who you are, uh, what you're doing, um, and when and where, and yeah, so on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like the whole spiel, the whole, the uh, whole tea. Okay, uh, my name is Sharaf Tatusi. I am, well, uh, recently a poet, but now a multimodal artist. And we're putting on a show for the Melbourne Fringe. It's called Aza, Stories of Grief and Diaspora. And it takes us on the journeys of four artists as they explore what it's like to lose a loved one back home and what that grief looks like and what it means for them in the context of their own diasporic mourning as well. Um, it is on from the 18th to the 22nd of October. Mm-mm. At Trades Hall at the Old Council Chambers, um, we have a pretty early time, so it's six pm most nights, five pm on uh, Saturdays, and we have recently released a discount code for POC, so POC thirty to get a thirty percent discount okay. if you are a person of color. Okay, so can I? I thought you're the only person. Yeah, I thought another one person show. It's actually not. It's there's another three more people. Yeah, no, I'm trying to be a community queen, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. So can you tell us more a little bit about what AZA is all about? I mean, you know, um, I try to... Is, is that on purpose that you don't put a lot of details on your promo? Yeah, because okay. I feel like... Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay. Aza is actually the Arabic word for condolence, but it's also the word that we use for wake, like going to a wake after a funeral. That's in Arabic, and, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. And um, the idea is like me and these three other people are putting on a wake and you're invited to the wake to, I guess, mourn no specific person, but collectively all of the grief of all of the things we've lost due to migration and due to losing people overseas. Wow, that's different because the Muslim doesn't actually have a wake, but this is this is different. I love this. Yeah, so like um, in my culture, because I'm Muslim and I'm Arab, yeah. we do have wakes. They're just very, very different to like other wakes okay. because they're like a very solemn affair. I feel like in a lot of cultures, like a wake is a celebration, but mm. in my culture, it's more for sharing and prayer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this will be a very dark performance, would I say, or a bit sad? Yeah, look, it will be confronting. Okay. Um, I think it will be confronting, but we've taken a lot of care to take care of ourselves and our audience. Mm-mm. So definitely not a trauma porn situation. Okay. Um, definitely more processing, and I think I think more sad than confronting. To be honest, so I, I think sh- like yeah, yeah. So I should be wearing um um uh, waterproof mat- mascara. Oh yes, waterproof okay. mascara, like okay. the best glue on your lashes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is amazing. I mean, I've we've met you. you um, hosted one of our show here in Korean the Air. I didn't know that you have this talent, Sharaf. How come you didn't say anything about this? Um, because I'm shy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to um your performances, and I have three um guests here. It's also uh art performances from Melbourne Fringe Festival. I don't know if you've been um um listening to us at three p.m. today or yes. yeah. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Who I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, um, anything else? How do people get tickets? Well, they just go to the Melbourne Fringe website mm-hmm. and then they look for Aza, Stories of Grief and Diaspora, mm-hmm. and they can find all the ticketing information there. We have an Auslan interpreted um, one on the Friday, Friday the 20th. Okay. And if you are a person of color, this is for you. So if you want to use the discount code POC30, that would be amazing as well. POC30. Yes. Okay, listeners, um, people of color, if you are listening, if you want to get tickets today, um, yeah, use the um, the reference POC30, so you get 30% off. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, so is there anything that you want um, our, um, you know, our attendees to prepare before coming to your show? Um, I think probably prepare, prepare yourself for a night that is going to be a little bit sad and transformative. We do, we do end on a very joyous note. So. Okay. Rest assured that you will be okay. Um, <laughs> if you want to participate and really immerse yourself in the experience, wear black mm. or okay. whatever you would wear for a wake. Ooh, now I have to think about my costume now. Yeah. I like, might come in my Dolce & Gabbana with a veil. That would be this dramatic a- and amazing. Girl, you know. <laughs> I want you know, to see that. Girl, I you know me. That. I'm always a bit extra. You know, I have to make the entrance. <laughs> yeah, look, make the, make all the entrances like whatever you would wear for a wake. Uh, maybe maybe wear that. It's not compulsory, and um, just bring along all of your emotions and your openness and an open I would heart. Love that. And, yeah, yeah, 
Oh, thank you. Um, any of you have any questions for uh, Sharaf before I let Sharaf go? Any curiosity about um, the show? How did you come to start making it? Mm. Like what, what brought that kind of into your artistic consciousness? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, my grandmother passed away in March this year and, mm. you know, I was overcome with this feeling of so my grandmother lived in Lebanon for context and I've always lived here and I was overcome with this like emotion of feeling like my grief had nowhere to go Mm. and I feel like it's such a POC experience to Mm -hmm. feel like our emotions have no place and you know there is this notion of like okay I could just have this displaced grief in addition to my own displacement Mm -hmm. or I could literally build something around it and that's what we decided to do. Amazing, amazing. Another live experiences mm-hmm. um, that is turned into an art form. I love this. Thank you. L- yes, Melbourne Friends, Sasha is coming next year. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, thank you, Cheryl, for sharing um, your story. I can't wait to be there and to share this experience with you. And thank you so much for being at Curing the Air. Love you. No worries at all. Thank you so much for having me. All right, thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, bye. That was Sharav um, that will be performing alongside three other people on Aza. The performance is called uh, 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 Awake. It's, it's a powerful. I think I, I got that right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's a bit different from um, the both of your performances. I mean, your performance is so, uh, I guess, queer and fun and comedy. And I think this is a bit dark. I, I don't mind it. I mean, like, you know, I... Um, I think it's a bit a good balance for uh for my soul anyway, mm. you know. I like to cry and I like to laugh at the same time. Mm, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um anything else? I mean, um okay. I need big news, yeah. Well, oh, I'm you have a big news. Yes. No, I have a question for oh, you. Oh, for me, so okay. You keep saying that you're gonna make this show next year. Ooh, <laughs> pressure. Ooh, what would it be? Yes. Let's go. What are we making? But you know what? I mean I have um manifest that I want to have a book and tell my story. Mm. And I have manifested for a very long time and end up it happened last year. And then, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called, it's just a mini memoir about my, my life story. Um, it's called uh, Nothing to Hide, Voices of Transgender Australia. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm one of them in there. And then um, last week, another book launched. Uh, it's called uh, Transgender History from 1910 by Noah Reisman and I'm also in it as well but that's only talk about my advocacy that I've done um, in Australia so I know so I need to manifest I need to go home and do this spiritual thing Um, uh, I'm going (laughs) to learn from Holly and manifest like Melbourne Fringe 2024 I saw a show last year where someone is a writer Mm. and they just sat in this big beautiful chair Mm. and then they just opened up their book and they just read their story for like a full hour. Perfect. Yeah. So that can be your show. You can just it read be, it. But you know what? I'm shit at that. <laughs> read now, lad. Because I've done the reading part and when I hear it, but again, it doesn't sound that interesting. Mm. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, because it's, it's your words and you've sat with it for so long. Yeah. Well, I, I, someone know. else would be like, wow. Yeah. Maybe I'd be, yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, tr- I'll, I'll go on trial on you guys first and you guys can tell me if I'm good enough. Well, also, it does, <laughs> does, yeah. Now you have the material. Yes. You mm. can transform it into any art medium you want. True. You've got writing, you can make a painting out of the writing. Then you can make like 
a dance out of the writing. Then you can ah. make like that's how it works. Like if you have one thing, you can just like put it in the other part. Holly, mm. you you're so right. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen mean? myself as like a performer, but yeah. two years ago oh, at Midsummer Festival, and then um. The Midsummer people, um, Sam Elkin, um, approached us at 3CI and then wanted us to do uh, spoken word performances. Mm, and delicious. I was like, I want to challenge myself, but yes. I don't know where to start. So I did say yes, but I was like freaking out. Like, shit, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do. Mm. And then I, you know, being me at, at 3CI, being an activist, I want my piece to be a bit political as well mm. at the same time and of a course. bit lower. So, and then I was like looking at my, some of my notes, you know, sometimes when you into like this dark space where you feel down and uh, for me, I like to write stuff. So, mm. and I have this stuff. I thought, oh, this would be a good to perform, mm. but I just have to edit it out. I mean, this is like 15 years ago, so it's a bit dated. So I have to make it current. And I did. I perform, even though I had like a couple of hiccup, like I forgot the words. I was like, I still perform. And how did it, how did it feel? It felt so good because I was a lot. Yeah, it felt so good. I mean, like uh, it was. I've never never done anything like that before, so it was it was scary. Mm. Well, I think it's bananas that you say I'm not a performer and yet you sit here <laughs> on the radio. That's <laughs> on the airwaves. It and took me a while. I've been on the radio for five years now, but like a year when when. When they told me that I was good, I still doubt myself. I think it's human nature. You always doubt yourself. And I didn't want to hear my voice at all, ever. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, after one year, I stopped getting comfortable. And then I, not to flex, I won awards as well. So, I was, (laughs) (laughs) then I start to get a bit more comfortable. I just embraced that. There's some words I can't even pronounce because I didn't grow up with it. I'm Asian. I grew up in Singapore, so I, do, I can't pronounce. And there's, I'm going to make mistakes anyway. Mm. So I'm just going to embrace my mistakes. And yeah, nobody's going to die anyway. So mm. yeah, totally. this is why I'm so comfortable. Also, now. mistakes kind of like make it interesting. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree Because our, our show is like a hugely improv. Yeah. God, some of, our, some of it bombs. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like got to just embrace it yeah well, otherwise yeah. part of it i think like failure is so interesting oh yeah i so to be honest i mean like when you're young you always put a lot of pressure on yourself like you need to make it perfect mm. i mean like i'm talking about my generation in like in the late 90s and then now that i was like why do i put a lot of pressure for myself i mean like i'm gonna make mistakes i mean i'm gonna fail if, if i fail at least i try mm. yeah well the whole like premise of clowning is literally like mm. becoming okay with failing yeah, yeah. honestly like like improv has changed my life Mm-mm. completely. It's changed who I am. Like I'm like a product of ballet trauma. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The like, other end of the spectrum. Yeah, I yeah. did musical theatre and dance and like classical singing and all this stuff. Like till I was about nineteen, and then I went and did a fine art degree and went. Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and then like in the last couple of years I got really into improv performance and yeah. it's just like completely changed everything for me yeah. because I'm allowed to fail I'm allowed to be human yeah. and I think that's like what improv allows and educates the audience about it's like how are we human wow thank you for the encouragement yeah. and you know it's yeah okay you'll, you'll find out next year <laughs> <laughs> Next year, next year you'll be interviewing me <laughs> yeah. alright so I, I just want to do quickly um, Sophie and Holly you work together at Drummond Street yep. and what are your roles there um, I'm a mentoring practitioner there mm-hmm. um, and I met you at a queer space youth event didn't yeah. I Holly yeah, yeah. I'm facilitator okay so what does uh, what does that do 
facilitator. So I, I offered... I met Ritik at the Pride Centre. Okay. And I offered to do... Uh, I was looking for somewhere to do my embodiment workshops. I was looking to engage with the queer community. Amazing. And so I kind of created... Um, I was teaching my four elements dance movement, which is kind of an embodied improv uh journey through the four elements. That's mm-hmm. kind of my spirituality, yeah. I guess, is just like nature. Yeah. And so I was trying to get everyone to engage with that. But yeah, it's it's kind of like a one-off workshop that I would do over a term okay. and then I do the next one. But there's so many different people who do such amazing things with them. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Drum and Street. I mean, um, you know amazing things that um, you guys have done for the community and mm. when Lily got the job I was uh, super excited for Lily and um, I start meeting people from drama and space at events at conferences and then when I start to say Lily this, oh my god I love Lily yeah so I guess this is a good impact <laughs> I, my desk is like um, I'm facing Lily I'm very close to Lily okay office, which is yeah, so, yeah. so good <laughs> so good best seat in the house and yeah. any upcoming events that um, you know um, at Drummond Street um, that we can promote to I mean there's uh, give out day there's coming out yeah, day coming yeah coming out day mm. um, they're holding um, like a group for mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. this Wednesday from four to seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. Lily would be way better at answering these questions. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, anyone from community can come. Um, okay, it's open to public. Food, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some food and Yummy yeah, people food. getting to. Yes, yeah, yes. I know. Just come for the food. Honestly. Yeah, we always come for the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rest come later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just nice opportunity to come together and and have a chat and tell some stories and I think there'll be um, a little bit of like arts um, mm-hmm. that people can participate in okay. draw a picture. I'd yeah. love to do that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sounds fine. Yeah. So, are you going to be there as well, Holly? I don't think I'll be there. Okay. Oh, you'll be busy with um, yeah, the, the Melbourne French. Yeah. 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 Times, but yeah. Oh, that's okay. I mean, um, you'll find out on our social media with the pictures. Yes. Yeah. And um, you will see me eating their food. <laughs> <laughs> and me too. The mukbang. <laughs> okay. Let's do summarize of your show. Let's start with uh, Sophie and Haza. Um, let's. Summarize about your show and how people are going to get tickets and what about mm-hmm. what is the show is all about. Okay, so you're going to get your little bums onto melbournefringe.com and you're going to type in Twid, Flame, Dead, Spit. You're going to book yourself a ticket for Thursday, Friday, this week. Okay. It's at Mycelium Studios in Brunswick East. Right. Uh, runs for a whole sweet hour. It's joyous. It's uh, chaotic. It's Love chaos. <laughs> very queer. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, about... Friendship um, and the multiverse. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one more time for the people at the back. Yes. That is Friday the 13th and Thursday the 12th of October. Okay. Yeah. And tickets will be um, on melbournefringefestival.com.au um, slash twinflame. Dead Spit. Dead Spit. And also you can find them on social media. So what's yeah. your social media? Spore Punk. Spore Punk. But the O in Spore is a zero. Okay. And there's and there's an underscore at the end. Oh, I just... <laughs> it's okay. Just to confuse you. <laughs> That's okay. Because... We, will, we, will, we will link that up um, by tonight oh, uh, for the, uh, in the podcast. So you can get your tickets there and check them out. Go, go, um, yeah, go check them out on social media as well. And um, Holly, please, okay, your turn. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Right. My queer spiritual entropy. Type it into Google. Just find the Melbourne Fringe website. 
buy a ticket. I'm performing tonight. Yes, tonight. So you can get off your bums and go down to Swanston Street. It's the fifth floor of the Nicholas Building, room two. And I'll be there tonight at 6.30. It's a relaxed performance, which means that you can leave any time and it can, it's really low-key and chill. And then there's another performance on Thursday the 12th, Friday the 13th at 7.30 in the same venue. Um, it's a clown and physical theatre performance. It's comedy, but it's also tragedy. So you will probably laugh and cry all in the same show. So okay. it's going to meet all of your needs. And it's kind of about... It's kind of like a parts therapy session but you're just watching me go through it. Yes. And <laughs> tickets. I mean, can people buy tickets at the door or do you have to buy it online? Buy it at the door okay. as well. Yeah, you can rock up and buy it at the door. Okay, cool. And artist pass people are welcome to. Okay, yeah. yes. Okay, sounds good. I'm looking forward to it tonight. Um, I'll be there after this um, um, walking at the radio. So um, do you, do you mentioned to bring a tissue box, right? I, we have tissue. Okay, all right. We'll oh, sort nice. you out. Okay, <laughs> sign me out. Okay, all right. Thank you for being here Thank you it's for been amazing me. one hour with you guys I mean this is so much fun yeah yes. thank you so much for having us on <laughs> and I would love to have you guys here again if you have anything that you want to promote or you want to talk about anything you know um, yeah please bring joy to clearing the air because yeah. we will welcome you anytime anywhere no, not anyway it's here <laughs> 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 alright uh, next up will be Salam Radio